One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. This episode of Palapalooza is sponsored by Rock and Roll San Diego. They are proud to host Autism's Got Talent. This is the Autism Society of San Diego's first online talent competition and fundraiser to showcase the talents of those living in San Diego County who have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. The contestants are all ages. Public voting will determine the top six acts who will move on to the next round. You can learn more at rockandrollsandiego.com. Get involved at autismsgottalent.us. .launchpad6.com Should we just start the episode off, Shay, with all your just debauchery <laughs> yeah. nights? Get it out of the way. There's a, there a lot of them. What's the rock bottom for you? I'll tell you mine. You tell me yours. No. Oh, so many. This is why Shay is so Jesus. Let's not. So many. State to state, welcome to Palapalooza. Thank you guys for being here. Episode number 100 and something. That's Hell my yeah. favorite number. Yeah. It's my Thanks lucky number. Yeah, pleasure to be here. A, a beautiful summer day here in the eastern part of San Diego. Uh, it's a little hot, but we got the pool. Uh, we got the vibes. Pleasure to have you guys. Thank you for having Thanks us. For having Likewise. What's new? Uh, there's a pandemic. Is that still around? <laughs> no, it's done. I've been back here for a year yeah, and a half, he, dude. He lives in L.A., so it's still there. It's still, it's still raging in yeah, L.A. Everybody's, so. everybody's wearing masks there. Here, it's not the thing. So it's a little different up in L.A. It's pretty, pretty still extreme at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're, they're deciding things at the moment in terms of mm. internal indoor stuff for restaurants and bars and whatnot. So. It's the damn, it's the Delta. <clears throat> so, many term, so many new terminology that's just scary. The Delta variant. You know, this variant that we no one saw coming. Yeah, nobody. If only there had been sarcasm. a way to prevent this. <laughs> that was a little bit of sarcasm. We'll, we'll stay off that topic too. I think too we'll much. be fine. I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> Soda Bar just announced that you have to be vaccinated or show proof of a negative test. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I was supposed to play there on Wednesday this week. Uh, with A week from today with another band that I'm going to shoot the glass. And hmm. our guitar player singer is not current so we had to he can't get the suck. test he yeah. can't get a test and show it I, yeah it was just like i don't know i kind of don't want to like deal with it anyway. is it the principle of it i mean for me a little bit uh, sure i want everybody to get vaxxed and like be able to go do stuff but like when people start telling me you can't do things because of something i sort of like maybe i didn't want to do it anyway kind of a thing <laughs> we, we had to deal with that with the troubadour show we have coming up for the same reason so they right. they, they posted that they were requiring vaccinations or a test and they were going to require masks so we all had to talk to all the bands and decide you know but we want to keep live music awake and yeah. alive it, as it much is, as possible it is so. what it is shit happens it's time to start playing when shows, you party so. naked dude shit happens is a true statement isn't it that's Painfully about so. as like philosophical as you can get <laughs> yeah you can yeah. fucking study religion for decades your whole life Forrest, you, Forrest Gump had it it happens right yeah it happens he started it shout out Forrest shout out to Forrest <laughs> I'm not a smart man you mentioned the troubadour that's coming up August 27th uh, with uh, the dirty diamond and uh, the sonic universe and Tyler Steele that is right uh, August 27th August 29th the music box god I want to play there us too. It's, it's a cool spot. Yeah, we, we're, we're excited for that one for sure. I mean, we're excited for both, obviously, but the music box, I've never actually even set foot in it. I've only seen it 
I haven't either. On Instagram, and it looks amazing. It looks cool. Simply amazing. Different levels. The photos are great. Yeah, they capture it. It's it's pretty dope. We just played the the holding company for the first time. It was cool. Nice. I we we, Love that we place definitely too. yeah. Yeah, cool we're, spot. we're stoked for yeah. sure. And and the Troubadour is actually their first full actual show returning to having shows. So we're we're kind of their first test test run in the post COVID scenario. The guinea pigs. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, dude. We'll, we'll see how it and goes. Maybe you know? the last one too. Yeah. <laughs> but we're vaccinated, so we're good. You just released a new music video for The Fool, which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that song released in 2014, correct? Yeah. yeah. We're we, on time. Yeah. It's basically uh, old song, new video. It, uh, we, so our, our manager, Big Johnson, um, Big Johnson. Well, he's Big John, but I call him Big Johnson. Love it. And uh, so he's he's got a uh, a partner in crime, and she does video stuff. And so she asked me if you know, hey, what what I want to make videos for you, for you. I'll just put something together for you. Tell me which songs. So I, you know, the fool's been one of my favorite songs, and we never play it live. We never really did play it live. It just kind of fell by the wayside. I was like, thinking that one deserves, you know. Some some strange dancing. Totally. So we we, <laughs> that sums we it found up. some strange dancing. The Fre- Freddie Mercury contortionist I said on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was your comment. Yeah, that was my that. comment. Very Perfect. Nice. Uh, talk about the the actors that were involved in that video again. State to state, the fool. You can check it out on YouTube. Who are those guys? We wish we I knew. Have no idea. Really? <laughs> I have no idea. Was it done specifically for your video? Oh no. No. She, okay. oh, no. she actually okay. found the footage herself and there you then go. pieced it together to the video to match. And and it was like shit. This is we're going to we come up it. with a better story i mean that. i mean no we she it's she actually us in costumes she found those people you know at outside of a venue that couldn't get in because they're not vaccinated and she asked them Clearly. to dance weirdly in our music video i feel like that video could go with you know from pantera to angels and airwaves we're trying to go viral with it and see how many people we can just take that Spread and cut the video. their own song yeah. to it and oh yeah that was going. that was the thing yeah yeah it's cool I love it. Yeah, I like I, it. We did too. That's why you know, we're it's, like, it's, it's, our, our band is, is kind of is kind of an epic fail in the fact that like everyone asks like, what's the band name about? It's like ah, he came up with a name. I said that looks non offensive. <laughs> our stories aren't that exciting. <laughs> Half of you guys are from L.A., right? And and a couple of of you are living in San Diego now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Not officially from L.A., but living yeah. in L.A. Living yes. in L.A. I mean, is anyone actually officially from L.A.? Maybe a small few. There's some surfers, right? Yeah. Kind of like San Diego. You, you don't run into born and raised San Diegans. Not very often, yeah. No, he, yeah, he is. I am. Yeah, and you are. And Bill, you've played in a, a couple bands, man. We were talking off mic. You filled in for Unwritten Law. You played with Buck Fast with uh, Mr. Danny King, a, a mutual friend. That's cool. You've been around. Yeah, no. Uh, Talk yeah. yourself up. Being able to, yeah, so I've played the Casbah in like 16 different groups or something like that <laughs> over the last 15 or so years is, is pretty cool. I was there with uh, Jake, you know, Jake Nager. He's like a San Diego drummer, plays with everybody, and we were sitting out back one night. He's just also like a music whore. Trying to like <laughs> list off all the different people we played with there to see like who could one up each other. So I think he still got me by like two or three, but. Um, That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, yeah, San Diego. It's like a weird, weird town for music because everybody just wants to like go to the beach and party and hang out and stuff like that. But like growing up here in the you know '90s and the whole scene where San Diego was kind of trying to be the next Seattle a little bit after the Seattle thing kind of dwindled. Ever all the A and R guys were coming down to San Diego and signing bands left and right. 
Um, so it's cool. There's a lot of great bands to like, grow up watch, and it's still now. So where whereas LA, there's literally nothing you can judge your music career by. Yeah, <laughs> is that right? It's yeah. such a scattered system, and there's so many billions of bands playing that. You yeah, just, you can see. You can actually find like three different bands that have won like best new band some LA music award that year. <clears throat> Wow, it's a lot of that you've never heard of, <laughs> right? That you've never seen or heard of before. It's, in your it's life. a diverse crowd down here, a diverse scene, but it is diverse up in LA as well, huh? Yeah. It, is there a genre that really is popular in LA right now? Is it the EDM thing? Is it DJs? Is it? You know, it depends on where you are, right? I mean, you look if you go to Silver Lake Echo Park area, you've you know, the hipster scene is kind of. You know, how many Everyone keyboards like can you fool. fit on the stage? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you go to Hollywood, and there's a lot of, you know, cover bands. And you look at the Whiskey Go-Go, it's like you have just every kind of genre of music playing the same bill. Each, each band gets like 25-minute sets. And they all have to bring their own. There's like no back line. And they all have to pay oh, hundreds of dollars that. for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys still enjoy playing live? Absolutely. Yeah. You do. We're, when, we're yeah. desperate for Is it. that? When do we do? Th- what? <laughs> When was your last show? It was at the Black Cat Bar in Feb- Shitty Heights. Feb- February. February. Of it this was year. Right yeah, before the uh, pandemic. Right before the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, of last, last year. Last year, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. So okay. That was the last one. And then February 20th. And yeah. then we did the live stream. You did the stream. Oh, yeah. So the live stream was the Switchfoot Bro-Am. And I wanted to talk <clears> about <throat> that. Yeah, you guys were a part of the Switchfoot Bro-Am, which was uh, streamed from Phaser Control, right? Yes, it was. Was Switchfoot there as well? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> how did thank you, guys, you for having us. How did you get hooked up with that? That's that's a cool thing. That was a Tim Piles deal. Okay. And I know you and Tim go back, right, Oh, Shay? yeah. Tim Piles is, is the sweetest man ever. I love Tim. If anyone has anything negative to say about Tim Piles, they have something wrong with him. Come Ab- fight us at yes. the music box. Come and... Yeah, please <laughs> just come and fight us at the music box. Why yeah. not? <laughs> just buy a ticket. Yeah. That's an open invite, <laughs> folks. <laughs> if you buy a ticket, beat me up. Whatever. <laughs> I would agree. Tim's just like, we've had him on the podcast under here in the Palapa and over for the music video. Just such a sweetheart. Does so much for uh, the scene and has been consistently. Yeah, he's... he's he. I mean, as far as San Diego is concerned, after, even after I moved to L.A., he was always still hitting me up like, hey, man, you got anything I can play on this show? And he's always been, you know, seeking us out to help us. I mean, the guy's just... Yeah, I know, I know him way less than they do, but I can concur. He's he's a rad dude. And we love to rap about Disneyland, too, because he's a total Disneyland nerd. He's a Disney like nut! Are, so. I know, and I love that. Yeah, we love it. Yes, Tim uh, is good at finding talent. I think that's why he uh, he likes your band. Let's talk about your, your sound a little bit. Uh, going back to The Fool, which is one of your earlier mm-hmm. tunes, right? Yeah. Se- seven years ago? That, like, that was like 15 drummers ago, I think. <laughs> When you listen to it, or when I listen to it anyways, your sound hasn't changed too much. I, I could imagine that as like a new release, right? We, we're not trying I mean, to change our sound. We're just doing right. what we want to do. Which yeah. is unique. It, uh, I guess you could say because, you know, we're not really changing with the fads. We don't really give a shit what's on the radio right now or what, what is popular on Spotify. We just, we, we write the songs our way and we totally just... You know, it's like it's it, it. I feel like a lot of people write music or do anything like that, just 
to use that medium to get success in a way, money, fame, you know, popularity, whatever. We we are a testament to that is absolutely not the case with us, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is interesting because you guys are radio friendly. Hundred uh, yeah, percent. <laughs> we don't get it. I first heard you over in that jacuzzi right behind me for the uh, you were the ninety one X local break, and I don't recall the song, but I heard you and I was I, like, I "Good was Lord, this bye sounds, bye. sounds." Yep, I think it was bye bye. Yeah, yeah. You have a COVID song I was listening to that's just perfect for the fucking uh, pandemic. <laughs> Go away or get away. Get away. Get away. Get away. You guys should have done something with that last year. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Well, so sh- well, give give the Delta variant a little time, and then we'll have. <laughs> what are influences? When I hear you guys, great voice. Thank yeah, you. Really, as a singer songwriter, uh, good pipes, right? And I think the two guys uh, right next to you would agree. It's nice to have a singer that's really, really, really good. I do my best not to get in his way. (laughs) Yes, you got the falsetto. I almost, maybe it's because I heard someone comment this, but I I almost get like a Muse vibe a little bit. Uh, I know you're a Chris Cornell fan. You did uh, Fell on Block Mm -hmm. Days, right? Yeah, I I probably would say my voice is a mixture of Amy Grant and Dragon Force. Uh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> bum, bum, I, I, don't, I don't know who I stole that from. I, I stole that from someone. Uh, no, I, I you know I love. Uh, I you know a lot of people are going to throw their iPhone at me, but I love you too. There you go. Yeah, I'm your not going to force any of my songs into your into your iPhone or anything. But uh, I'm a big fan of. You said Chris Cornell. I was you know I kind of came to in the '90s. Yeah. So. I don't want to date myself, but uh, I love Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. And, yes. Um, I'm blanking right now because I'm nervous because you're such a dreamy man. But <laughs> when I think of something, you know, when it's not relevant anymore, I'll let you know. <laughs> I want to say Alice in Chains, MTV Unplugged, best unplugged oh, performance I've awesome. ever seen. Although I, just, I was watching the Alanis Morissette one the other day because it's on like HBO Max now. They have a bunch of them. Yeah. And that one's really, really, really good. I think I think the Cure Unplugged was definitely one of the best too. They had kazoos. They had like little child oh, piano. Shit, I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, definitely I'll have do to check that. that out. That, that's one of my favorites. I got to sure. shout out MTV Unplugged. I'm definitely stealing their thing. I think here, I miss, although it's I, a little bit different. Yeah, I miss the, the good days of that. Yeah, it's exactly like MTV Unplugged, <laughs> but different. Feels like it. Yeah, you guys go back to the '90s. I would say, right? Would oh, be your yeah. first band. Yeah, yeah, my first band was in the '90s. Yeah. How has this scene changed? Is it easier to get people out now, or is it harder? Um, I would say a little harder. People in the 90s were just, you know, wanting to do cool shit. They didn't care if it was hot or if it was raining, you know? Maybe they were younger, and too, they, like us, younger, right? Yeah. And they couldn't yeah. access everything on their phone immediately. So that, right. that helped probably with the drive to want to go out and do stuff. Plus, my 90s band sucked, and people still came anyway. (laughs) What's the best show to date for State to State? Summerfest. Rad. What was that? When that was that was 2018, right before summer of COVID. 2018, yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Wisconsin, so I've been going to Summerfest like every summer when I was a kid since I was probably three with my parents, um, and they they go every year. So it was kind of a lifelong dream of mine to play there. So that was that was an amazing and show. on cue in state to state form. Hit one, one very important pedal on his pedal board didn't work. 
<laughs> We're creating sound check. Which yeah. one was that? The tuner? Uh, uh, no, the compressor <laughs> that made everything not so imbalanced with oh, the okay. volume. So yeah. it was a little bit of a control Compression's issue. Compression's important, yeah. We rolled through it. I feel dumb for asking, but where is that Summerfest? Uh, Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Oh, okay. I'm not, yeah, don't feel it's dumb anymore. It's actually technically the world's largest music festival. Is it? Who headlined when you guys played? Uh, we opened for Collective Soul. Sick. So I loved Collective Soul, <laughs> bro. <laughs> they put on a the good fucking, fucking show. The fucking self-titled album Dece- with December on oh, it. Yeah, and totally. uh, yeah. So I Walk Upon High. Bro. They sold some records, too. Guilty yeah. pleasure. Absolutely. 100%. I saw them at Summerfest when I was, you know, Many moons ago, so yeah, it, it was a nice return for, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were. <laughs> I have no idea if they were cool or not. But <laughs> They're not in your top five. <laughs> I, I mean, I, the music's good, but I mean, I, we were next to them in the dressing room for five hours and not a peep. That is true. Like, oh, is that right? I didn't hear a single thing from there, except, you know. But they were in there, just quietly <laughs> doing what they. And we did. played wow. our show, but we didn't hear anything after. Yeah. That. Wow. You did a uh, Lana Del Rey cover of Blue Jeans, uh, which kind of blew up, right? I love her. It's got about 25,000 views on YouTube. What, what inspired that? You love her. I love her. It's rad. I see so many comments on there, and you guys really, it, it did kind of blow up a bit. Everyone sang best Lana Del Rey cover ever, and I agree. It was, yeah, it was he, cool. He was, he was kind of strumming that one day at, at practice, and I was like, we need to do that. Yeah. Well, it, it was one of those things where I was always thinking, what, co- what songs should we cover? What songs should we cover? And then people would always be like, oh, do something by Radiohead. I mean, I love Radiohead, and it, that would be a really easy cover for my vocal, that is. You know what I mean? I wanted to kind of do something that's that was weird. That's what it is. Your voice kind of no sounds would, like, yeah, Radiohead yeah, vibe. No one would really... That w- that's one of my favorite bands of all time, by the way. So remember when it was not relevant anymore? There you go. Radiohead, Queens of the Stone Age, Josh Homme. It was on the influences. tip of my tongue who your voice sounded like, and it, you do have a Radiohead vibe. Yep. Love a me bit. Some, some Tom York. Uh, yes. And what was I saying? Something about Lana Del Rey. Pinto. Lana Del Rey. Doing it? Yeah. 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 So it, I, I, I don't sound like Lana Del Rey, so I figured that would be a good opportunity to. Yeah, it's always nice when a cover tries to do something at least a little bit different. That's why I like the new uh, Jason Isbell cover of the Metallica tune, Enter Sandman. It's total likely a bluesy country like upbeat thing, but it's you wouldn't even know it's a Metallica song if you didn't know the lyrics or like, yeah, it's it's rad. Who does it again? Uh, Jason Isbell. Insert that now. Hey, I'm your life. I'm the one who takes you there. You're going to perform one acoustic song here coming up, which is kind of a different acoustic-esque, right? Yarp. You will have an electric guitar or a couple? Two electric guitars and a keyboard. Electro-acoustic. An acoustic We're guitar. Going crazy. You're playing keys? And a vocal. Yeah, we got it all. Yeah, when Breaking he out plays all the toys for the live, new shit. he actually plays trombone, too. I saw that. I saw yeah. you doing some trombone stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Something, just something different, you know? It says Juilliard training. Did you go to Juilliard? I auditioned there. It was the, the, the worst musical experience of pretty much my entire life. It went really, really, really poorly. Okay. Uh, but then the next day, uh, and I was there with my mom for like college auditions. It's like 96, whatever. Little kid. Never been to New York before. And uh, she was an opera fan, so she went to see Labo M or something like that at the Met, which was like a dream come true for her because that's like big deal for an opera fan. Sting was playing at Madison Square Garden. So I got tickets and got in a cab by myself for like the first time ever and went and saw Sting by myself in New York after bombing a Juilliard edition. <laughs> it ended up being a pretty good weekend. So, wow. Yeah. How old were you? 16, 17. 
didn't and how did you so junior much in college or junior <laughs> high school yeah how did you bomb like what happened specifically you just uh, didn't perform well or were they brutal were they mean talented so it just didn't <laughs> go i don't think that i don't think so I, I didn't i sort of fudged my like application a little bit as far as like what i could do like in theory and then like they picked all the stuff that i couldn't do <laughs> like when i got there and then the my main like audition piece uh was really difficult for the piano player part doing it and we had like 45 minutes to rehearse it so you were too good for them uh no that's what you should tell yourself <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. the story you were right. too good for juilliard yeah that's all right i i got into texas and that was way better and i got into cool stuff there. you did so. a music program there yeah at the okay. Un university of north texas which is like the number one jazz school and definitely in the country uh met a bunch of cool people my girlfriend's roommate my first year was Nora Jones, so I got to like sleep in the same room as Nora Jones for like Boom. a couple of nights a week. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. She's from Dallas, so she I breathed her style. air. Yeah, it was cool. Texas is cool. I like Nora Jones liked his style. Dude, that is so cool. Yeah. That's amazing. I wanted to major in music at SDSU, but it was either jazz or classical, and I was right. like, eh. Yeah. There's more and more as like stuff gets more technically evolved and everybody has their own thing at home now. You're starting to see programs for like electronic music and production especially like the community colleges the like queen maca and grossmont and uh i forget the one down south but they all have like awesome recording studios now the one yeah. in miramar is great so yeah. that's cool that you can go to community college and learn how to do stuff yeah yeah right before the pandemic we were supposed to get into a really nice uh studio i think that was at palomar uh, Miramar College. They, just, they to, spent like 250 grand and built like, like an amazing recording studio. To do awesome. just like an, an in the basement style live thing. And there was, you know, we're going to have a couple different nights to where we could just kind of take our time with it and do it because the, the guy would get college credit and, and it was free. It's like, and then, you know, COVID. And then COVID. I've heard that a lot on this podcast. Yeah. And then COVID. And then COVID. And then COVID. And we're going to be sitting for a while, probably. <laughs> and then the Delta. And then the Delta. <laughs> Where do you guys record? Because your recordings are certainly above par, uh, I would have to say. And your production seems very good. Where, where do you guys record? We record the last batch of stuff we did with a producer named Johnny K. We did half of the songs at Clear Lake Studios in Burbank, Sherman Oaks area. And then we did... The other half at Maple Studios in Santa Ana, which is uh, Cameron Webb's place. And, oh, yes. And then we finished a lot of the stuff in my bedroom in L.A. and Silver Lake. And then, and then Johnny mixed those, and there's still a lot that we've done that he hasn't mixed yet. But after that, we've Bill and I have been um, investing our money in, in gear that we have in our practice space and, you know, so now we do we do it all ourselves. We can crank out a pretty decent sound of recording now with uh, the stuff that we have. So it seems to be the way, Working right? That, yeah. A little different from the nineties. I would say the, the DIY For era sure. is definitely here. It's definitely much more realistic than it was at that Everything's time. Everything's smaller now, which is nice. Everything oh, is smaller. Everything's getting smaller and smaller. I am definitely <laughs> a fan of the DIY, DIY way. Really? Yeah, it's. I think it takes a lot of the pressure off because instead of feeling like, you know, this. You, I don't know. When you work with with some people, sometimes your vision gets a little skewed. Sure. But when you're doing a DIY, it's it's your way, absolutely your way. And you choose to you choose to fail or do whatever it is you're going to do. And, it's and all you know you. what? Fuck fuck failure. That means nothing. Well, if you happy, if you're happy with what you do, right? What's that mean? It's not a fail. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off, man. <laughs> 
I would say I'm that. Out. Yeah, <laughs> and he's gone. I would say, yeah, I would say at least record the stems, right? And if you want to, you can send it out to like some badass person right. to master a mix, right? right? You get the levels. I mean, it's, I mean, if anything, if we learned anything through, then COVID happened. Uh, <laughs> it's that you can fucking make a record remotely. I mean, we we have a new song that we demoed, and then we sent that song without the drums to our old drummer Fyodor Lakshin in Russia, and then he just recorded it and sent it back. So now we're gonna take those drums and put them in, and then re-record the things on top of it. So. You know, if we can make a song with a drummer in Russia, I, th- I don't, I don't think. You Is really it gonna have kind of have that Russian vibe to it a little bit? Oh, state, yeah, state to state, babushka. like that. Yeah, babushka. babushka. <laughs> it is a dance number. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, Good old I love it. <laughs> so new music coming soon. Is that is that right? Oh yeah, cool. It's, yeah, oh, yeah, we're working on it. It's it's Never gonna be it's process. gonna be good too. You strike new me as direction. a band that's constantly writing and, and producing, oh, yeah. right? Music. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, like he said, with yeah. the Johnny K stuff, we still have I mean half an album worth of material that hasn't even been finished so we've kind of forgotten about half of those songs at this point yeah and you know there i mean shit there's older stuff than that some stuff that we recorded when we were recording the motives record and then i still have those sessions and we can just pipe those in and do whatever the fuck we want with that we got lots of stuff is the moral of the story did you find yourself writing a lot during covid i did and i didn't there was a period where like the first half of covid it was like picking up a guitar. It's, it's like it's like the scene in, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he keeps <laughs> running by the snakes. It's like that was what it felt like for me yeah. for a while. And then finally, I kind of broke through the ice. And, and what, what mostly it was was like finally when I could get out of the house and we could go to the, to, the, to the studio, the practice space, and we had some nice shit, we started just demoing stuff. And then it just, the floodgates opened. But when it, it was just like, you know, stuck in the house, you know, I was, what was I going to write about Netflix? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, the Zoom performance. Just did the Tiger King. Maybe. You didn't want to do a Tiger yeah. King yeah. Uh, uh, oh, parody? I, like I did a Why Corona parody. Why Corona? You could have done that, bro. There's, there's, so, there's so many options here. <laughs> so many options. Yes. Well, I agree. Uh, we're back to normal, certainly, uh, barring a Delta. <laughs> Barring a delta. delta, fucking words. Uh, state to state, you guys are rad. You're, you're doing big things. You did the Switchfoot Bro Am. I was completely jealous of that. Every oh, band thanks. in San Diego wanted to do that. Yeah, they're like, why the fuck did these assholes get? They suck. Is it? You guys don't suck. You guys are really good. But is it? <laughs> does it have to do with connections? Uh, that, I, think, that? I think it's part partly to do with it. But from my from my understanding is that basically it was it was they kind of uh, chose it was. I don't know why my brain isn't. Fun- I think I just had three strokes. Well, I think like 91X picks a few, right? To choose few, from. And then Switchfoot pick. And pick then they the pick one. the last one. Yeah. yeah. Fucking tell yourself that, even if it's not true. That's just rad. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I think it is. I've, you know. Uh, connections, I think you do have to have connections Absolutely. in any scene. That's not anything to be ashamed of or anything. Like, I have that talk a lot. But how do you get connections? You know, you have to actually put yourself out there. You don't just fucking find connections. Right. <laughs> you actually have to be working and, and maybe a little bit good at, at what you're working on. Yeah, don't don't start with the connections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, so I, I'm going to have a band. So I'm going to have a band down the line. Um, do you think you could give me a show at the Casbah? Right. I, I think I could put a band together by then. 
You th- yeah, you dig in this uh, San Diego scene? You think it's still a strong it. scene? I love it. Don't you feel like it was a little more clicky, like in like '98, '99? I don't know. Yeah, it's, I was in, I was in Texas for right around then, and then I started. I didn't and I didn't really play in like bands, bands in San Diego until after I turned 21, and then you could play the Casbah and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but and then I just fell right in with like like the first show I played at the Casbah with Buckfast Superview was right. like sold out. I bet so you I was played like, with everything was kind of like yeah, <laughs> that's sick. I know down, yeah, but so it is ago, yeah. it's it's really fun to you know play play that room when there's a lot of people there and everybody's <laughs> stuck to see you. So yeah, I remember I the it. music scene first in the early 2000s. So it was like uh, Honey Bucket. We played shows with Honey yeah, Bucket dude. and Seven Ten yep. Club. The yeah, yeah was who's the singer of Honey Bucket? Three against one. Is it Chris? I think I, I can't. It was he was so an engineer. Ago. He was a and producer I as well. Remember bands like oh, Defrost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- D- I know Dan Frost. Frost. He's out in Tennessee. Mo- Mower. Dude, Mower. I just saw, Brian was on the podcast. And I love Mower. My favorite San Diego band of all time, Transfer. They were okay. ten pound brown back then. Yep. Um, I mean, you got a shout out like uh, Stranger dude. Six too yeah, back Stranger in the day. Six. Fluff, yep. right? I'm sure you know. Well, o. I played in the Makeup Sex with O uh, okay. later on. Yeah, so, yeah. Spell yeah. Toronto, uh, Transit yeah. War. A lot of good bands, man. There's Schizophonics really are still rocking, yeah. dude. You know, yeah, it is a strong scene, no doubt about it. It's it's not easy though. Like it's it's fucking not easy. It's I don't know if competitive is the right word. It's oh, it's kind of oversaturated. There's a lot of bands and there's there's competition every in every in every scene. There's a lot of bands that there's a lot of bands though that would, would you know, like as soon as you you meet them like you guys are great and then it's all about this fucking suck. Can you see? Oh my god, who's that <laughs> piano dude? <laughs> Do you guys play uh, keys live? Uh, yeah, We're about yeah, to. we will be. Yeah. Cool. That's really, rad. I yeah. like that. Uh, I think that is a cool thing to uh, kind of stick out a little bit. But. Yeah, trying to like just you know things in between songs and kind of weave it all together and make sort of make it more of like a theatrical cinematic sort of thing as opposed to just like getting up there and like playing like nine songs you know have it like have well, a and, then, and then have a 30 second to a minute long tuning song and then you play the next yeah, one yeah if they're like can't get shit ready I can just go I can diddle myself for you know diddle. 30 seconds tickle, my tickle favorite the thing to do to myself yeah there <laughs> yeah. you go yeah <laughs> That's cool. San Diego scene, like, to wrap that up, uh, it's it's rad. It's a supportive scene. We have a lot of podcasts. We got Tim Piles. We got the Casbah. It's great. It, it is competitive, though. And I feel like social media, like, helps. But then it's also, like, every band is out there now, right? Yeah. Not like the 90s where you had to go and flyer. It's like oh, social yeah, media gets us all out there. So now you really have to kind of stand out. One of my nightmares when I first moved to San Diego and I played in a band was walking down Garnett on a Friday night. People were in line to get in the bars and I'm like, here you go. Like, that fucking out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Don't hurt me. Fuck you, punk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, flyering. I just flyered for a show. But yeah, for the first time in 20 years. Do you think, does it help? Does it do anything? I just remember going, like, it was like making cassette tapes at home and then going to Kinko's. Like, that was how you did it back in the day. Like, totally. Kind of missed that a little bit. Yeah. Because now it's just like, oh, put it on my phone and blah and whatever. But yeah. 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 Let's <laughs> right. whip up a 1080 by 1080 oh JPEG totally. and do it. Yeah. You had to work a little bit harder back then, right? It was Maybe. Fun. Yeah. You get your hands on like, it. You know? If you if you know the fact that you heard of a band, that means that they're doing something really fucking cool. Right. Not 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 every band uh, that makes a record now should. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas back then, it was a little bit more of like a requirement to be worthwhile. We 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 don't make records because. That costs too much. We just make yeah. MP3s. MP3s. <laughs> Compressed audio. <laughs> yes. Anyways, 
bunch of old fuckers reminiscing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Unreal. Yeah. Stick with it, kids. It's going to be fine for you. Well, we right. got a tune coming up from uh, Shay, uh, Andrew, and William from State to State. Uh, what song are you guys playing? It's called Anybody There. Anybody There. Okay. From our 2014 No Bounds record. From your first record, right? Your first yeah, from release. Our first, from our first release. Okay, cool. Is anybody there? Hopefully people will be there watching it. It's available on YouTube. See what That's you did the there. hope, man. Yeah, sick. Uh, quick, rapid fire. Just fast answers, fast questions, all right? Rapid fire. Beatles or Stones? Beatles. Beatles. Stones. Green Day or Blink? Green Day. Green Day. Cool. All on the same page there. GNR or Metallica? GNR. 100%. Stairway or Freebird? Stairway. Stairway. I'm going to go highway to Birdland. I would say Freebird, but yeah, okay. Yeah, Biggie like or Tupac? Tupac. Biggie. Oh, Favorite Biggie. song to play live by State to State? Uh, I think anybody we're, there? We're, we're ending with, uh, <laughs> not to like spoiler alert, but we're ending with uh, We Are the Reckless on these shows, and I think it's going to be really, really good. Awesome. I'll include that now. Local band, transfer. They're not playing anymore, but No um, Knife was mine always. No Knife. Yeah. They, are they doing reunion shows? Or they no? did one. Uh, a couple of the guys are doing something else, and Chris Prescott is playing somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah, and I just saw something random pop up on my feed from like '95, and I was like, oh man, I was at that show. That was a yeah. great show. So. Yeah. Love that band. Did you want to shout one out? The Anomaly. No, the, in, in, in your band. in your band. That's that's a local band. Yeah, they're in good. Here, there you huh? go. Yeah. Favorite local venue. Mine is the Black Cat Bar. I will be there on Friday night singing Black Sabbath. Song. San Diego's greatest sports bar. <laughs> City Heights, number one sports Down bar. Down in City Heights. Yeah. Okay. Black Cat Bar is, is my favorite place to hang out. It's a little tight bar, but it's awesome. Black Cat. Casbah, very close second. Okay. I always love to play Casbah. I've only played there once, but I really liked the Belly Up. Belly Up is awesome, too. I mean, too. Casbah, Casbah is definitely like the numero uno everyone knows what the fucking Casbah is. But, I, you know, maybe it's because I've just been rejected Time and again. So the belly up is like, you know, the forbidden fruit. Yeah. I loved it. For LA, I would say the El Rey. That was definitely okay. a, a high point. What's the best concert you guys have ever been to? Prince. Oh. Prince? Yeah. I see you rocking the shirt. Yeah. Rad. Amazing. $25 at the forum. No shit. Unbelievable. What year was that? Uh, 2010, I think. 25 yeah. bucks? 25 bucks. He would play Thursday, Friday, Saturday night for like seven weeks in a row. And just have like amazing guest artists come up. Shaka Khan opened. Whitney Houston came up and sang a song, and she was terrible. And Prince like kicked her off the stage. Oh, really? <laughs> it was awesome. Like, CeeLo uh, came up for a song. Dave Grohl was there a couple nights. It was um, Dave Grohl's everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, yeah. <laughs> That's sick. Uh, Legendary that was, that show. Was the best one for me. Wow, for sure. crazy. Uh, I would say Queens of the Stone Age at the Forum for Halloween. It was like five years ago or something. Wow, close at the forum. It was amazing. That was my close second. I saw him at the Greek, I think the year before that, and the cramps opened, and it started pouring rain, and they came out on stage for the encore dressed as YMCA, and everybody just fucking... For the Halloween show, they actually opened the Halloween show with the cramps video when they played it like a psych ward. Yep, yep. Good shit. Yeah. Wow. It was amazing. That's awesome. Bruce Hornsby. I'm gonna. I wish I would have seen Bruce Hornsby in the range, dude. I love Bruce Hornsby in the I range. I just like the range. I don't. I don't care what any of you say. I fucking love Bruce Hornsby in the range. No, but the best concert I've ever been to would either be Chris Cornell at uh, 
the symphony hall down, downtown uh, San Diego when you know yeah probably that wow probably that that was a great show I, I would say Soundgarden Super Unknown Tour oh. would be second on that end for sure fuck fuck you guys dude <laughs> I wish I was at and every was, one I, of I these I saw the one show that Jeff Buckley opened for them Holy shit! I had no idea who it was, but I walked in like halfway through the set. Somebody just had to swing the big dick. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, I hate this question because it's like it reminds me of everyone that's dead for one, (laughs) and it's like fuck, I missed out. Like even sixties, like going back, like how great would it have been to see? I saw the Stones, but they're old as fuck. Like seeing the Doors or right, an early Floyd show. Fucking, but Chris Cornell, Janis Joplin, dude with Woodstock. Let's do that. Twenty Seven Club, Crosby, Stills and Nash. Yeah, how about Simon and Garfunkel? Fuck yeah, fucking a, or even Paul Simon live. I love Paul Simon. We're tracking. We're tracking. Album's one of my favorite. Yeah, I do too. Kodachrome, the Kodachrome, great song. Dudes, uh, how about a five-year goal? We'll we'll wrap it up here. Uh, not die. Make, yeah. I was gonna say make it to forty-seven. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Well, no, but, uh, write write new songs, write new songs uh, and tour and play for people. Yeah, we were supposed to go on the road right before the pandemic Is and go right? go to New York and back and do a full thing, and so we haven't actually really been able to do that. So that would definitely be a, a next goal for sure. Have you guys gone state to state? Ayo, look out. Look out! Look oh, out! Coming through. Step into my Get office because you're fucking fired. <laughs> we we <laughs> we did we did a slew of tours or a slew of shows with Candlebox in Florida. Did you? Uh, so that was like a nice thing. And then we've gone up and down the West Coast, but we've never really just traveled around. That's incredible. How were those guys? Him, maybe. Super dudes. Fucking yeah. Ke- Kevin is one of the nicest human beings in the planet. Is he the singer? Yeah. He's fucking awesome, dude. When I when I ha- was w- in one of my blackouts in Orlando, <laughs> he put me. In, he's like, "You're not coming." To, he's like, "You're you're going to the tour bus. And you're going to sleep." So he fucking put me to sleep. He took my alcohol and threw it out. And fucking all of them went to. I, how was your experience at the bar hanging out after that show? Was it good? I think the whole time I was just stressed out about you being locked in the bus. Um, <laughs> and how the next night was going to go. That was uh that was that state to state in a nutshell, folks. <laughs> Any any tours planned? Uh, are you guys reaching for anything? We well, okay. So we had dates with Candlebox, as Andrew said, and then those got pushed. Okay. Candlebox just released their record. They're on tour right now. Uh, in twenty twenty two, they're gonna do some more dates on new, and then you know the East Coast, and it's gonna be a lot of uh, casinos, which is his fucking money. I love and, it. And uh, so yeah, we're gonna do that, and I'm pretty stoked on that because those pay well. Yep. Do that. Fun. Yeah. That's good to be able to pay the bills. Man, it, paying bills is good, isn't it? Touring Keep, is not cheap. Yeah. I love it when people pay me. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And the best part was when they gave me my money. <laughs> <laughs> Another band I saw at Summerfest, actually. State to State coming up live. Uh, we'll have audio of this, but you can see them on our YouTube channel. See Shay, Andrew, and Bill rock out. Bill's rocking the keys. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, Let's man. do it. Yes. Is there anybody there that How you doing? We are State to State. This song is called Anybody There.
Hey!